0: Hey guys, I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. I am alone today. I feel like it's been so long since I last did a solo episode. Um, Well, technically this wasn't a solo episode because I had Elaine on. um, Wow, jumping right into introing the episode. (laughs) she's on fire um i had elaine from design.lane come on and she is a product designer and a product designer is or has been on mine and katie's list of people to come on to talk on the podcast for so long so i was so excited to have elaine come on um and kind of talk about well of course product design but also kind of um putting like data and research into your designs and into your products and not just having your product like be cute and pretty. It's like really thinking about why are you designing something and who are you designing it for. So I think it was a really awesome um, conversation and you should definitely keep listening because it was good. Um, Things that are are happening in my life, because you are also obviously super interested. Um, I don't know if I talked about this last time, I think I did, about how I submitted my candidacy review, um, like portfolio kind of thing, it's like, or not, it's like more of a proposal for my thesis, um, and I, was I know that I was kind of evasive because I was scared that I wouldn't pass (laughs) and if I hadn't passed I talked to my advisor like somewhat recently and I did not know this it terrified me I literally wanted to like literally poop myself um but basically if I didn't pass my candidacy review which is basically like are you allowed to do your thesis yes or no um if I didn't pass it they don't do the thesis again until the winter quarter which the winter quarter doesn't end until March 15th. So if I didn't pass my candidacy review, I would not graduate until March 15th. So that made me terrified. Um but I ended up spending like 51 hours on my um like candidacy review, my like work plan proposal. Um the last week like that it was due and it ended up being, I believe it was like a little under 40 pages. I think it was like 38. Um, I talked about this in the episode, actually, that it was, like, um, all rainbow and everything, and it was so much work, Um, but actually, I talked about this in therapy, too, today. Wow, everything relates back to each other. Everything is linked, Um, but no, I talked about how, like, in the past, I think I would have submitted that and just been like, okay, yes, I passed check mark, move on. Um, But I think that I am now with age and going to therapy. um, I'm now able to really look at like the work that I put in and also be able to think about it as, holy crap, I've learned so much because that's pretty much what the candidacy review is. It's like, what have you learned? Have you learned enough? Yes or no. And then like making the plans for your thesis because it's only ten weeks, which is like not enough time to do like a whole thesis. so it's basically like breaking it up over two quarters. Whatever, you obviously don't care. Um, but yeah, so I passed. I'm so excited, and that means I will be graduating august twenty fifth which is literally insane. I saw in my I like a countdown app until like for the amount of days until I graduate and I saw it got into the double digits instead of triple digits and I almost passed out um don't love that but also love that and then also yesterday marked one week before I leave on my trip to go visit Katie which of course we've already talked about at length um but I'm genuinely so excited i know that we're filming another episode so i'm sure we'll talk about this in the next one um but this time a week from now i will be in louisiana and then i will have already been for a day which is crazy um but i know it's just gonna be so fun and katie is literally like a family member to me i talk to her like more than I think I talked to Austin the most and actually honestly no (laughs) like maybe now because Austin's working from home but like definitely when he was working not home like not from home I would talk to Katie probably more than I talked to Austin because we are quite literally always either texting voice memoing on zoom or on FaceTime genuinely um and that is just the insta bestie life But I don't want to keep blabbing for too long because I will just keep going and won't shut up. And I know that that will mean that all of you will click off and be like, hey, shut up. So I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to get into this awesome interview with Elaine because it was great and I know you will get a lot out of it. So here we go. Hi, Elaine. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for anyone that is new to
1: you? Yeah. Hi, Alexis. Um, My name is Elaine. I, we're jumping right into this. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I am an industrial designer turned product designer. I am a part-time photographer. I do social media stuff as well, Um, you know, sharing my experiences in in the product design industry. Um, mm-hmm. I was born and raised in Indonesia, um, went wow. to school here, like started going to school here for my bachelor's, um, and I've been in the Bay Area since. Wow, that's that's really amazing. Um, <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know, because I think
0: I... Honestly, I don't think I even heard of the term product design mm. until I started going to SCAD. So for anyone that doesn't know what it is, like how do you how would you define it?
1: Yeah, good question. Um there is actually many answers to this, but to me, I feel like product design is the whole process of, you know, creating, iterating and improving products. Um mm. and obviously, we want to help solve users the user's problem. Um, to further, you know, improve the product. I hope that makes sense. Yeah,
0: no, definitely, definitely, Mm -hmm. and, like, we'll get into this later, but I saw on your Instagram, like, the process of, like, affinitization, like, Mm -hmm. affinitizing data points, and I think that is definitely something that I learned at SCAD, that it's Mm -hmm. not just, like, I think, especially with product design, but also, like, marketing and stuff just I don't know products as a whole yeah um it's not just about like what's pretty like it's totally. genuinely thinking about like what is like who is your audience what is their problem in mm-hmm. a day or like what are some of their problems in a day and how can you fix it and like fit like looking into their psyche almost And like, yeah trying to find like how this product or this service or whatever can solve their problems which I really love yeah
1: say that. It, exactly what it is it's just basically like how can we make their lives easier almost mm-hmm. um, and kind of just ways around that
0: yeah definitely so since product design is like relatively niche I guess mm-hmm. um where did you find the like inspiration to get into product design and like did you always know that you wanted to be a product designer? Like, when did you learn about the field kind of thing?
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> this actually goes way back um, when I was in primary school. I, really? Okay. <laughs> I was a very competitive child. I did, you know, storytelling, um, mm-hmm. art competitions. I liked to do, you know, murals and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But I really, really liked the art of you know storytelling and putting myself in front of the audience and kind of making them understand what I'm talking about I was also mm-hmm. a very talkative child so <laughs> I hope that paints Same. the picture mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then I guess fast forwarding to you know when it was time for me to choose a major obviously I was very confused I, I was just like I don't know what I want to do and one of my friends mm-hmm. inter- um, she kind of let me into her she was a product or an industrial designer um and she was showing me all these like projects and I was like oh my gosh that's so cool um and kind of showed me okay like this is kind of the process of what you want to be like uh, or like the process of an industrial designing if that makes sense and it, it, it ranges across you know sketching and then ideation and the whole like problem solving yeah it's so many things and I thought okay this really reminds me of someone who's kind of just storytelling and it also has that like drawing um aspect of it and so I was like this is really cool I wanted to try it out and so I did um I did take four years of industrial design but it was so hard for me to look for my first job it took me okay. around 200 tries um, to get my wow. first job. And apparently, my first job, again, was um, to become... Or I landed my job as a graphic designer. Nowhere okay. near industrial designing. And I was like, right. okay, what the heck? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, and I guess, you know, everything played itself out. I then landed right. another job as a more visual role, um, where it was okay. more websites and all that. And I was like, okay, this is more like my kind of cup of tea. And okay. one of the things with industrial design that really wasn't my strengths was th- they used a lot of tools, um, you know, okay. working in the workshop. And I really wasn't right. good at that. Really the, the, putting the industrial part exactly. and into it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was mm-hmm. when I was like... I couldn't do this i was getting like what yeah. c's and and all that in that aspect so right. um when it was time for me to i guess in the new role i had in a more visual role and designing uh more websites and all that i was like wow this is very fun um and i want to try this out and mm-hmm. that's kind of how i transitioned into a more uh product design role or i guess mm-hmm. UX role where it's just me versus you know, computers and not <laughs> not like drills and all that. Right. That shit scares me. <laughs> yeah, I
0: can't, yeah, I have a friend at SCAD that is an industrial design major and I'm like, respectfully, I can't envision you in like, <laughs> like some, I don't even know, like it's not like a studio, like I guess it is like a warehouse. It I don't even really
1: know.
0: Like I can't envision you doing that, so I, I totally understand and I think like what I kind of hear from you, which is something that like, I don't want to be a product designer, but I Mm -hmm. definitely want to be like involved in that kind of side of things. Um, Maybe like more of the project management kind Mm -hmm. of side of product development, but um, and like the marketing side of products. But Mm -hmm. for me, at least, like I grew up very much like you with the competitive art I wasn't a competitive yeah. like sports person I was a competitive like artist yeah <laughs> like, I would join like I would join like art contests and stuff and like whatever um but I always like wanted to find kind of a balance of um like usability yeah and like you know I don't know a better word for that but like being able to take my art and my creativity and use it in like uh, everyday kind of sense, not yeah. just like a painting that's hung on the wall that like, yeah, that's, it has its place in society, but Exa- like, Yeah, a painting isn't going to like help save the world. That's kind of dramatic, but like, you know, it's not going to really impact people's lives.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it can. It, I to it, like total but... respect <laughs> for people who actually like take yeah. the time to do that. Um, right. but if I, I don't see myself being that type of person, Um, right yeah exactly where
0: you're at um so you I saw on your social media that you recently graduated with your master's which congratulations (laughs) thank you um what degree was that and like was that really kind of necessary to be a product designer or is that kind of like helping your career like what was that kind of decision to do
1: that yeah um I graduated with this degree called Interaction and UX Design, Um, I Mm -hmm. went to Academy of Art. um, And thankfully, they had that specific uh, major for it. I know a lot of schools don't have it. But with that said, Mm -hmm. um, I actually did, you know, when I was debating on going to my master's program, it's like a lot of money. And I'm really thankful that I got that kind of, um, you know, I have that much savings to kind of translate right and and pay for my master's degree and i understand that a lot of people don't have the time or money to do that um but with that said you know it's really and i've seen a lot of my friends just taking you know a couple of months off and just working their asses off in their portfolio um Mm -hmm. doing boot camps and other ways Mm -hmm. other than a master's or a, a a bachelor's degree and still make it, um, and land like really cool jobs. Good jobs. So right. to me, it's like just your mindset. And if you have that kind of empathy and just that core skills of becoming a product or UI UX designer, um, that right. can take you further more than if you were just to take a degree and,
0: um, right. you know, not it's more really... of the
1: like applicable skills than it is like a piece of paper. Yeah, totally. Right.
0: Definitely. Yeah, no, we're definitely, I mean, Katie and I are both in in master's degrees, but Mm we said before, like, it's, I mean, unless it's, like, you want to be a lawyer, you need to go to law school, like, there's no other way, but I think, like, in a lot of creative fields and, like, jobs, there's a lot of, not backwards ways, but there's alternative ways, it's not always, like, you need to go to a like, four-year school, and then graduate, and then immediately get a master's degree. Like, that's not always the case. So yeah. We're definitely proponents of, like, finding your own way, and, like, whatever works and for you.
1: Yeah, and that's what's special about this field, like, the field in design. It's, like, you don't really need that piece of paper, papers. Um, right, papers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, right.
0: yeah. Um, so, what kind of products have you designed? Like what is in your portfolio? What kind of companies have you worked for in the past?
1: Ooh, um <laughs> let's see, opening my portfolio right now. Um yeah. <laughs> very thankful with you know all the various projects that I've been um invited to, you know, kind of work on. Um, mm-hmm. I've helped my first ever job was kind of a more marketing role where I helped design on Wix um, you know, websites for real estate houses. Um, Mm -hmm. And then transitioning into other landing pages, I was working as a freelancer um, for a, I guess, a hotel, um, kind of a bed and breakfast kind of thing. And then um, a bunch of, there's just, you know, stealth startups, um, clients, quick commerce apps. (laughs) Um, And I guess last but not least, I just finished up my part time job. Um, at a mental health company app so that was really cool cool Um. yeah but yeah I think I think that's about it <laughs> that's
0: I feel like something about product design that's really cool is like especially being able to like work on with different companies mm-hmm. so like you're not just like working on I don't know I want to get into like skincare and makeup but Ooh. I feel like I mean not that that's a boring field but like being able to have such a diverse portfolio and like mm-hmm. working in different types of fields, I feel like that grows your skills so much that like you're able to work on like, you know, so many more things than if you were just doing like one
1: thing all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, again, going back to our target audience, kind of solving the user problems of it, every single project that that I've worked on had different target audiences and different pain right. points That I kind of have to, you know, pay attention to. Um, Right. And and that's kind of like adding on to my list of, okay, if this person needs this, then this is how I'm going to approach it. Right. And you're almost kind of like
0: putting yourself in the customers or like the the client's shoes of like yeah if I were this person what would I feel and like what would be annoying to me what would be nice for me yeah that kind of thing yeah and that's so interesting so that is something that I've learned to kind of adopt and like Mm -hmm. do during SCAD so I want to hear about the like kind of the like I guess like yeah the creative process Mm -hmm. but then also the research product or process and like how data kind of goes into that
1: yeah, very good question. I, it's going to be a long answer, but I'm not going to. Okay, go I'm anywhere. ready for it. <laughs> but I guess, you know, in, in terms of uh, product design and the whole uh, scheme of it, they we usually have five um, milestones to kind of cover. Okay. first one is empathizing. You obviously have to know um, who you're designing for and what are we actually like? What the heck am I doing here? that kind right. of like, <laughs> that kind of question to start with and then once we yeah. dive into that question and we have more questions um mm-hmm. we start to just dig deeper and you know do more research and then we start to define um our problem like okay we have kind of like boiling down um okay. very like haphazard ideas and concepts and questions and all that into a more you know structured um Data, if you may, yep. <laughs> and then from there we do you know a lot of things to come up um, with ideas. We do brainstorming. We do like uh, you know posted notes, um, the affinity diagram, like mm-hmm. all those things to kind of come up with possible solutions. Um, and then obviously from from there we go and we start designing, and that's where. You know, the back and forth comes. We talk a lot with engineers. We talk a lot with our stakeholders or project managers, mm-hmm. kind of making sure that everyone's on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once that's done, obviously, we have to go back and test to our users. And that mm-hmm. that process, you know, the, the five empathizing, defining, ideating, uh, designing and testing, it, it just goes like a full circle kind of thing, right. um, and I mean, I hope that answers the question. I forgot what the question was, but <laughs> it was just like um, that's the whole no, process it, of it.
0: No, yeah, that was the question. Like, what's the process? But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't sort of. Hopefully, that's part of my thesis, but um, <laughs> the whole authenticization process, like mm-hmm. that, was basically like a whole class in my degree was like
1: yeah like
0: what even is that so I know that that's not like anything that you can really ex- describe in like a sentence but if you had to <laughs> like in a few <laughs> sentences how would you describe like for anyone that doesn't know what affinitization like what
1: what is that okay um second attempt I <laughs> <laughs> I guess coming up with a problem, you have something that you want to fix. You have this, like, current problem. Um, I, The users don't understand how to do this. And then right. afterwards, we kind of dig into, like, why can't they use it? Or how do they, yeah. like, use it currently? How are they using it? Is it? Is it just as simple as, like, I don't know where the button is? Or does it go, like, deeper right. to... I don't understand what this app is all about, right. <laughs> and, and that's a big problem, yeah. right? Um, right. And then, so from there, right, it's a whole process of okay, what if we made the button bigger? What if yep. we turn we like changed the font into from Comic Sans into <laughs> Times New Roman, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and and then we like design, 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 and then we test. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, after we test. We won't land a perfect score, and so that process just is repeated repeats over again, yeah. Um, yep, definitely. yeah,
0: definitely, yeah. For us, like, I had to do for that class that, like, basically a finitization class. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to create, like, basically, uh, not a product but like a new concept. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't have to, it was more like pitching to a business. Um, and I did mine, like, on work from home, and so we had to do, like, basically a like, interviews, like, mm-hmm. ethnographic interviews, um, and it really was, like, it wasn't even asking, like, why, why do you like working from home? <laughs> like, it was more <laughs> so, like, it was more so, um, show us, like, the feel like, we had, like, um, so many pictures. Yeah. And, like, words of, like, um, feelings and, like, scents and, like, sounds and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, what do you um, hear when you're working? Like, what do mm-hmm. you um, smell? Like, what, where are you sitting? And, like, it was this s- so long, like, such <laughs> a long process of, like, figuring out, like, where, getting to those pain yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to just, like, assume. Like, you don't want to be, like, oh, you don't like working from home because you have an uncomfortable chair. Like, you don't know yeah. until, like, you really, like, dive into it. Um, and, yeah, it was just, like, such a cool process, and that really got me interested in the more, like, research part of design. Like, design is not just about, like, this is pretty, yeah, you know? Like, it's... when you're taking it into, like, the marketplace, you have to put, like, data behind that. Exactly. So I think that's super interesting. Um... So, oh, okay. There's a fire truck. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Um. So, as a product designer, what are kind of like the programs that you
1: use to do that? Everyone's gonna hate me if I don't say Figma. <laughs> but <Okay. laughs> but um, at least for, for us or for me, like right now, I Figma is like my number one app, my number one tool. Okay. Um, it's always open. It is open right now for some weird reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with Figma. Um, and Notion is a good tool too. I take notes. Okay. Katie, obs- Katie is obsessed with Notion. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to Katie. I know Katie's not yes. here. I'm really sad that <laughs> Katie's not here. Um, I am. You know. <laughs> but yeah, I love Notion. I feel like My life has just been 10 times more organized with Notion. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I would use After Effects. Uh, I'm not the best at it, but sometimes it's really fun to just, you know, play around with um, interactions and, you know, the whole Mm -hmm. animation of it. Um, And it's become... A, like a more important thing in, in kind of this like digital world like those little animations you know the micro interactions right. um and so yeah that's like the finishing touches kind of yeah yeah um it, it just adds a pop <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i know this designer. can you make it pop yeah. a little <laughs> yeah it stands out yeah. yeah um and then other things would be miro I don't know how you visit it Yeah, there.
0: that's where we did our affinatization
1: process ah, with our interviews.
0: That's, I thought you said that.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a really nice tool. Um, it's really straightforward, mm-hmm. easy to use. Um, mm-hmm. Other things, definitely Zoom when I do, you yep. know, research and just talking mm-hmm. to interviewers. Um, and then this is new, but I've been using Otter a lot um, for What's my... What's Otter? So it's kind of a transcript transcribing tool, transcription tool, transcribing. Um, So what I do is I usually record my uh, meetings on Zoom um, per their discretion, obviously. And then I go back, like instead of writing notes, I go back and listen to it to get a better understanding and better insight. And Otter does such a good job, um, you know, kind of highlighting the important stuff it's it's amazing um cool but yeah i think that's about it other stuff is just like pen and paper i use a procreate on mm-hmm. ipad sometimes to write yeah. to like wireframe but yeah mm-hmm.
0: cool so what are like it does, doesn't have to be like a super long oh my god jesus um like a super long list but what are like i guess kind of like what is a typical day or like tasks mm-hmm. projects that you'd be working on
1: Typical day task projects. So typical day would be, I guess, waking up, <laughs> checking my emails. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> checking my emails and then, you know, just working until uh, lunchtime. And then mm-hmm. I've been trying to do this, like, what do you call that? That, like, fasting way yep. where you, like, eat and, and stop eating. Um, and yep. then, so I eat at lunch. Um, and then obviously I get sleepy. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. But I work until,
1: you know, the afternoon time. And then mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of what it is. Just, like, uh, take breaks. Typical day. Yeah. It's it's really... I know some people have, like, a very set schedule on stuff. But mm-hmm. I am more... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, like, less of that. So, usually, yeah. I'm, like, less we'll, like, projects. Yeah. I figure it out along yeah. 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 So, um, in terms of tasks, it, it kind of... I guess the tasks and the projects are what drive my day to day. If I have a Mm -hmm. deadline, you know, I just graduated and during my like last weeks of school, it's like just work, work and hustle in school. Mm I just, you know, revolve my day around those.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely. So what are kind of some skills that you think you've, I guess, like developed Mm -hmm. from your experience or like going to school um, or like what are some skills, I guess, that you use on, like, a daily basis that are necessary for product design?
1: Yeah, um, definitely number one is empathy. Um, like, mm. what we talked about earlier, you know, trying to put yourself in other people's shoes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what, if you are designing for a 65-year-old woman, it would right. definitely be different compared to if you were to design for... 12-year-old children um right. and and that's a big a very big thing mm-hmm. second one that i personally learned and grew oh well, grew was communication um mm-hmm. trying to just vouch for your designs and what you th- like why you design mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and explain making, yourself yeah like, justify it mm-hmm and that's a really big one because you know at the end of the day you can't always let other people win (laughs) you have your like you have your reasons like confidence too yeah within that Yeah. yeah and that's also something that I have to work on personally I just sometimes look at my design and I'm like that is so crap. ugly and that is crap <laughs> yeah. literally um, but yeah i just had my last one-on-one with my boss i just finished my part-time and she told me mm-hmm. to be more confident in myself and that's something hmm. like okay this is this is an important skill to actually have um, yeah. and i guess the third one is compromise um hmm. when you're working in you know in a company obviously there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of people on the team designers or engineers and project managers Mm -hmm. even your boss stakeholders and sometimes what they want isn't what you want and though you have confidence in it um it's really good to have that like okay if you don't like it then what can we do that makes both parties happy and satisfied so right that's another thing um oftentimes i would you know i'd be just bummed out because (laughs) they don't like my design it's hard (laughs) and yeah i i I guess those are the three most important things and obviously the last one is visual design skills it's really good to have that um like just visual design what am i saying Mm -hmm. sorry (laughs) visual design skills
0: right no definitely Um, so I guess like kind of shifting gears a little bit, but Mm -hmm. as a young woman in Mm -hmm. the kind of, I guess, like sort of tech, like product industry, Mm -hmm. what has your experience
1: been like being a woman in the industry? Yeah, that's a really good question. I actually thought about this, um, but I have been really grateful because throughout my career leading up to this point. I've always had, um, female, uh, managers. Um, yeah, all my bosses were all females. They are like boss ass bitches. They're, they're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, some of my teammates, they're female. Um, they're really cool too. And, um, yeah, it, it might be like contrary to like, you know, belief to, sorry well, let's nix that up, (laughs) it might be, like, (laughs) contrary to unpopular opinion, but, um, I haven't had, and I hope not, I hope I will never, like, come across, you know, a very uncomfortable situation, um, right, but, yeah, I've been very grateful that, you know, up to this point, it's, it's been great,
0: hasn't affected it, yeah, really, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome, um, so, I guess, kind of, finishing up the more, formal I guess Mm -hmm. questions um before we switch into random questions for anyone that is kind of like interested in product design um do you have any tips for creating a portfolio for them to kind of get started
1: yeah um definitely I guess starting off um my portfolios was shit I don't remember how many times I redesigned my portfolio until Mm. I actually got callbacks and got Mm. someone like look at my portfolio. Um, But -hmm. what I learned was um, that made a difference was first of all to create a a to create a showstopper, Um, Mm. kind of like what happens when they first land on your portfolio what do they see okay. if they're only seeing like something that's plain um right most likely more something than they've not.
0: seen before kind yeah of.
1: they're like oh okay mm-hmm. is just another portfolio but um right. very weird but i added this illustration of um myself i guess a cartoon version of me <laughs> wearing mm-hmm. like wings um and i had my heading say i wanted to be a fair I wanted to be a fairy um, and that caught people's attention for some reason. So, <laughs> cool. but yeah, that's number one. That. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and number two is, I guess, clarity. What's your portfolio okay. about? Um, if mm-hmm. you are applying as a graphic designer, please state that. Um, more mm. often than not, people just write their names and their projects. So sometimes hiring managers and they go through a lot of portfolios. They forget right who's hiring yeah and then you know last but not least we are human and i got this actually from my professor she was telling me that it's very important to show your human aspect so you're not like okay this is elaine she's not like not only is she a designer she is also right. a, person. a person who likes yeah. her oat milk lattes and mm. <laughs> photography. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that, would, that will, like, I guess that's what makes you more stand out and more interesting in a way. Right, um, right. But yeah, I think those are the most important things. In terms of projects, you know, obviously uh, showcase your projects that you're proud of. Right, um, right. But yeah. I love that you said
0: that, because I literally just um, submitted last week, I think it was, that um, I submitted my, it's called a candidacy review, but it's Mm -hmm. basically, like, my thesis proposal, and I had it all in, like, Google Docs with, like, Times New Roman, you know, like, double space, whatever, and I was like, this is super (laughs) boring, and so I ended up changing everything, and, like, I did it in Canva just so it was mm. like easier for me <clears throat> but I ended up making it like every page was like alternate rainbow not the text the text was black but like it wasn't Times New Roman anymore mm-hmm. like I had like a whole like I basically designed everything so that it wasn't wow. like a school paper
1: yeah
0: um and it was more like a propo like a formal like proposal so yeah you get like give to a business but it was like all rainbow and <laughs> I was like super afraid I was like they're gonna say that this is like this is wrong, it's illegal, no, um, and then I passed, so, um, yeah, and so I was, like, okay, yeah, you can make things rainbow, like, yeah, it's okay. yeah, you, you can. can, congratulations, yeah. thank you, um, okay, so I love those answers, I definitely like the, um, the point of, like, stand out, because I think, like, it's very easy to say, and, and this is still good advice, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the typical answer if we we've asked that, that question kind mm-hmm. of like not for a product design context but just like we've asked that question before um and people usually say that they're like you know use mock-ups you know oh like, I see you know yeah. like the whole like create a fake client like that is awesome advice obviously but I think showing like who you are and like not only make sure you're work stand out, but, like, you yeah. as a person, because they're not just hiring, like, if they wanted to, not to be harsh, but, like, if they wanted to outsource just to, like, have, mm-hmm. like, someone do it and get it done, they could do that, but they want to, like, hire a person who yeah. will, like, be a, a member on their team.
1: Yeah, that so. that is exactly what my professor said. She was, like, you are applying for, you know, a position as Adopt. a person Um, right designs can be you know you can train someone you you can literally buy things from the internet or buy designs from the internet
0: (laughs) right exactly but
1: having a person that's valuable on your team is Mm. something that happens like less and when it does when you like click with someone and they want to see it yeah and you know that's like a win-win yeah
0: no I completely agree okay so random questions So, if you weren't doing product design, what do you think you would be doing instead?
1: I, this is a very random answer to this random question. I love it. (laughs) But I used to love singing. Um, Okay. I grew up making random-ass covers, and I have a separate YouTube channel that I use (laughs) to upload myself singing, Um, Mm -hmm. and so... Well, fingers crossed, you know, if I wasn't a product designer, I <laughs> would, would be probably singer. be, you know, making more covers and, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, <laughs> just Assuming songs. That, I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Amazing.
0: Um, for me, I, I don't do it anymore since the pandemic, and, which is a stupid excuse, Alexis. Dumb. I'm, I know. I mean, I'm just I'm kidding. i here, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um. I used to dance and since the time I was like a little kid mm-hmm. I always said that I was gonna open a dance studio. Do and it. Then, and then yeah and I I definitely think like I'm at this point I would not be able to be the teacher anymore because I think I've like lost my edge um, <laughs> from not dancing for so long since at this point the pandemic is two years ago but I have friends that still mm-hmm. teach, and I could so see myself like doing the more like businessy side of it since I'm mm-hmm. literally going to business school. Um, and like being the like boss of yeah. the whole situation and like doing the like you know more numbers and like marketing side of the business. Yeah, I could totally see that. I've also, um, my one of my best friends is also, um, literally just graduated. Um, from her undergrad and is now going to get her master's to be a nutritionist wow and she is someone that she's also going to become a physical trainer mm. and we've talked about like opening a business here in, i live in vermont um we've talked about opening a business that's like kind of like movement but also like nutrition based so it's like an overarching like wellness center mm. um so I could see myself doing that. Oh my very gosh. Random, very random answer. Um, <laughs> okay, so next question is, what is your favorite thing to do to wind down before you go to bed?
1: Okay, this is a very good question. I do a lot of things, I guess. I, okay, very random. My boyfriend just got AVR last week. Really? And okay. that's what I've, started doing i downloaded okay what do you call that lightsaber or beat saber uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's like number one popular game um for vr mm-hmm. and so i've just been like into that uh, okay. <laughs> other that things is so interesting yeah i i mean tiktok i guess watching tiktoks yeah. till i fall Not asleep with the phone in my hand yeah but yeah mm-hmm. that's one yeah, way you pretty much pretty much took the words out of my
0: mouth because that's i want to be able to say that i like i mean like if I was more disciplined, I would say, like, reading, Mm -hmm. but that very rarely happens. Like, if it happens, it's usually not before bed, because if I have the motivation, it's usually not.
1: Yeah, no, literally. I I just borrowed a book from this San Francisco Public Library. Shout out to San Francisco Public Library for having the best books ever, but um, Mm -hmm. I just, I couldn't, I can't. I'm on my, like, third week um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. borrowing the book, and I just, VR, man we are
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly if I have the motivation to read it's usually like on like a Saturday afternoon yeah not like a week night um, yeah before I go to bed um because then I'm on TikTok or I'm like doing like random stuff for like I don't know my Instagram like getting ideas on Pinterest or I'm like searching like, yeah the stuff randomly I'm like waking up like right before I like like I'll I'll get into bed and then immediately grab my phone and like look up the SCAD academic calendar.
1: Oh my god. Don't know why
0: <laughs> I have like the SCAD I don't know why I don't just have it like bookmarked because I google SCAD academic calendar are like, you at serious? Least twice a week. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I just like I doubt myself of like when things are even though I know I know when things <laughs> are. Like I know exactly when graduation is. I don't need to look, but I look anyways. So, yeah, that's my answer. That's kind of okay. funny. <laughs> okay, but that is our last question, so thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, of course. Being Thanks guest, for the guest. It was such a great combo. Um, but go ahead and plug your stuff so people can find you on iTunes. Yeah,
1: definitely. If you want to check my portfolio, it's Luminow.com. I know it's my last name is difficult, but it's L-U-M-A-N-A-U-W. Um, and my Instagram is at design.lane. Um, mm-hmm. Please check it out if you're interested in yeah, more uh, product design content. And yes. yeah, I guess that's yes, all. everyone go.
0: That is your assignment. <laughs> okay, so thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on whenever. Nope, I never say this part, and I I was like, Alexis, you're not going to mess this up, and I did. <laughs> Start over. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review. I can't say that word. Okay. On wherever you listen to your podcasts, and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. Then, follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic, and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcasts and our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co., Alexis Adams Aldrich, and Design.Lane. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.